Welcome to the Tribute to Happiness at Work, at Home, in Life podcast. What is happiness? Where do you find happiness? How do you feel happiness? Do you control your own happiness or is somebody else controlling your happiness? Are you living a meaningful and worthwhile life where you experience joy, contentment and positive well-being? Do you feel happiness at work, at home and in life? In this Tribute to Happiness podcast, you will discover what happiness means to people all over the world and how they implement happiness in their life. Here is your host, Hjeden Svemperson, and with him you'll explore these and other interesting topics. Hello and good morning. This is Iceland calling. Welcome to the first episode of Tribute to Happiness, where I'm going to focus on happiness at work, at home and in life. I hope you will enjoy this podcast, and if you want to contact me, please send an email to tribute at twohappiness.is. That's tribute at twohappiness.is. You can also find information on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the name, well, you guessed it right, Tribute to Happiness. And now, on with the program. Let's call our first guest. We are going to call Kim in Belgium. This is Iceland calling Kim in Belgium. Kim, are you there? Kim, hello. No, Kim, hello, and welcome to the Tribute to Happiness podcast. Hello, good morning. Good morning from Belgium. Well, how are you? You are up for it to talk about uh, happiness? Always. You are always up to, and you are smiling. Should we let people know that you are? we are like seeing each other? So that is, that's great. Yes. Modern, and, uh, modern, I look forward, yes. I look forward to share and to, to talk with you about happiness. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> well, how can you tell us a little bit about you, about yourself? So, okay, so I'm Kim. Uh, I come from Belgium. Um, I'm 40 years old, and um, I've been uh, having like a career which has caused different uh, ways. And uh, the last five years, I've been working on well-being and happiness at work in my own company, a Triangle, that I manage with my partner. And, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. So when I, I think of you, I, I'm seeing you. So you're not the Kim that won Eurovision Song Contest in 1986 with uh, Shame is shame, love No, 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 no. no you're, yeah, mu- much you're, you're much too young. <laughs> Well, so that that is out. Like, if if people know that Belgium has won the Eurovision Song Contest, so that's out of that's the way. True. Yes, that's true. And I've got one other thing. So I'm originally a French teacher, so j'aime la vie could be my motto. So that's true. Okay, that's nice. 
But uh, if I may, because we talked, uh, we we met each other on our Chief Happiness Officers uh, Academy in Denmark, uh, and that was a great experience. But when when we were talking about this podcast, you mentioned that like you are not, you are not, you are forty years old as you say, and you have your own company. But you told me that when you were twenty six, you like had a burnout. Yes. I hope that is a cat, but not a baby. It is a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's part of my happiness at home. We will talk about it later, I guess. But but he can be quite, uh, yeah, quite vocal. Yeah. So can can you tell us a little bit about the uh, burnout when you because it's it's must be unusual for a twenty six year old to stumble like just hit a brick wall and stuff. Yes. Um, so uh, what happened was that I was uh, very, I, uh, I had great ideals going into, um, um, oh, how do you say, uh, I, I, I wanted to be a teacher all my life. And I was like, from six year on, I wanted to be a teacher. I was going to be the best teacher. I had great motivation. I was totally ready for it. I did my French studies. I did a course to become a teacher, and then I was a teacher. And then there was first reality shock that what I imagined it would be like was not really what was what it was like. And then I talked to my parents, I talked to my friends, and they all said, "Yeah, you have to get used to it. It's different than studying. Uh, you you will see." Bit by bit, you will get used to it, and it will be, it will get better, and it will get, yeah, more easy. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And with all my energy, I, I redoubled my energy to go into. And uh, five years later, um, yeah, there was like the mirror who told me, uh oh, this is not getting better. It's only getting worse. Mm. At that point, um, it was like, whoa. And I didn't want to admit that I had a serious problem. I saw in the mirror that there was something wrong, but I didn't want to call it a burnout or I didn't want to stay at home. And then luckily my friend and my family, they said, stop now. So I stayed home. And the minute I stayed home, I went totally out of energy. And then I was like, oh, my God the bucket is empty, empty, empty. And that showed me like, hmm, perhaps your dream job is not your dream job and there's something else waiting for you. And I took my steps on that path and since then I've been happy and I didn't experience any exhaustion or whatsoever. But how how do you think in, in relations to that, like young people today in all over the world who are like, when they get this match message that yeah yeah that's that's how life is like like they just go like they just go on their fists like we say like they're just fighting 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 and they don't want to mm-hmm. admit that they have a problem mm-hmm. so so do you think it's a common problem like in is it a common problem in Belgium or or is it like because we don't want to because our brain activity is like that you don't want to say to yourself that you are a like has been or like when your self talk is in that state 
Like, do you know what you told yourself at that point? Uh, do you remember? Oh, yes. yes, I remember that I was this strong. I can't fail. If I would stop now or say that it's not possible, they would think I'm a failure or that I'm weak. Um, that was the talk I had in my head, and I thought I had to be perfect. So, um, yeah, there was like <laughs> something that didn't match because I thought I had to be perfect, but it didn't work out. So it was my problem. It was my fault that yeah. it didn't work. And afterwards, I could see that it was the system, and it was it was a combination of factors, and it was not only me. Yeah. But at that time, I thought I'm the failure. And that's hard. And if you ask me if it's a global problem, um, hmm, it's a bit double. I I think, in my opinion, that it's more a problem for people of my generation and generations before, um, because we and and before us we were raised in be strong, get a good job, make good money, um, don't complain. Just do what you're told to and everything will be fine in your life. And when I look at young people now, I'd say 20 to 30 year old, they they have been raised somehow different and they got the message from their parents. You can try. You can you can find what you like. Oh, your first study didn't please you. Okay, let's see if you can do something else. And there is more freedom in their education that means that they will be and they are and we can see it in the labor market they are more free in their choice and if they don't like a job they quit and they look for something else yes yeah they, they, they yes <laughs> they, they they are allowed to uh, fail exactly that, that, that yeah yeah and they, they don't feel it as a failure they say oh this doesn't work out i'm going to do something else yeah it's a it's a experience yes more experience, yeah. They they don't suck in something. Yeah, and they don't dwell on it, so they just move on. But now I am like we have this tribute to happiness, and I gave you three questions, and like this podcast will dwell on the only three questions, and that is happiness at work, happiness at home, and happiness in life. That will say how you combine and how you maintain your happiness. So. <laughs> Shall we start with, do you want to start with happiness at work or do you want to start with, yeah, okay, you just, I say, Kim, yes. happiness at work, how do you find and feel and enjoy your work life and find your happiness, what what do, what do is it that you like focus on when you, because you have your own company and you have to like, you have to get customers and clients and stuff, so over to you. <laughs> okay, so um, for me, um, happiness at work is something that became really important um, after my burnout. Uh, I didn't want to be unhappy at my job anymore. So then I discovered what I needed to be happy, and that's not necessary what other people need to be happy at work. But what I need is that I have um, a, some autonomy that I can manage my work in my own way. And that doesn't mean that I'm a cavalier, so, so I go and I don't take care of anybody, but that I can yeah, arrange my work in, in my own way, I can do it my way, and that I can have yeah, a lot of ideas 
that are listened to and that maybe will become someday a, a reality. Yeah. Um, and that's perhaps the reason that I became an independent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work for a moment. Yeah. That could be the reason. But, but, um, but now you have you've been to the Academy of uh, Chief Happiness Officer. How, what, what does that mean for you? Like, are, are companies, are they like saying, way happy to meet you come into me come into my place and teach us how to be happy or find the happiness how how, how is the structure today do you feel like companies are ready for some happiness or do you think they just want to be in the uh, old boring way where yeah there are two parts there are two two parts in it um we feel um working on happiness at work last five years that more and more there is an openness in companies to do so. So they um, they don't always call it happiness at work. Sometimes they call it well-being or sometimes they call it engagement or they, they have different names for it. But more and more we see companies invest uh, in initiatives and in training and whatsoever to make their employees happier. Um, that doesn't say that there is a large group of companies that still find the concept of happiness at work stupid and yeah. <laughs> silly. <laughs> and they say, why uh, I'm not responsible for the happiness of my employees. They can do it in their free time if they want. So there is a group of old-style companies, um, old-style management <laughs> mostly, mm. that is not ready for, for happiness at work. But we try to engage them through well-being at work. And then we don't talk about happiness. <laughs> we say, yeah, okay. Um, but it's good that they are healthy at work or they are resilient at work. And then they say, yeah, yeah, they will work harder when they're resilient. Mm. Yes, okay. We work on happiness behind, <laughs> behind the shield of well-being. Yes, and the happen must be like then. Then there's a difference between the age groups. Like we have uh, Generation X and we have Generation Y and C and Q and B and I, uh, baby boom. I I don't know how. Even the baby boomers are still there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think I belong to that generation. Like uh, all my parents did. Well, didn't know, didn't care. But but how my do parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I told you we would laugh. Um what about what about yourself like at work? How how do you with your partner in in triangle like what do you do to if if the time is like you say that you you have this idea, you want to like pursue it and stuff and then maybe times like in covid uh, the situation we have been having in the world like what what do you do to like don't take the situation because we know like we talked about earlier that the brain is a powerful muscle that just can mm -hmm. can make you think and uh, like you don't always have your heart in it no um so for us the main way to deal with all this is um, to talk, uh, to talk. Communication is key here. And um, like when there's a crisis like COVID coming up, uh, we were like, oh, this affects our business massively because in one day agendas were empty. Nothing was planned anymore. And we were like, 
uh, how will we do this? And then we allowed this one, a half a day of panic and then yeah, the day yeah. off. Let's talk, let's think, let's make some decisions and do some trial and error to see what works out and what doesn't work out. And it's the communication with the partners, but also with our team of employees, our team of freelancers. We kept in contact, we maintained the tribe as good as possible, even during hard times. Mm. So um, I think um, I learned a lot from the, the idea of tribe thinking um, in relation to happiness at work. Yes. Because we are not uh, boss and employees, we are one tribe and every member of the tribe has its own um, responsibility, but also its own strength and can bring them to the tribe. And when you are not good at something, there will be somebody else who can take that from you and vice versa. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, but I think uh, the the all this creativity that came out of COVID is just amazing. It's just like, what can you bring? And you maybe discover things that you just, whoa, I didn't know I had that in me. Yes, and uh, in plus, it gives a big uh, a big push to ideas that are somewhere in your brain. And you say, when I have the time, I should do something with it. And COVID was like the push to get going with those ideas because they were going more digital, doing e-learning, doing stuff like that. And now we were forced to do it. So in four weeks, we created an e-learning on mindfulness at work in, in relationship to COVID. And then we were like, yeah, we did it. Great, and then there was the success, and we celebrated that success. Yes, yeah, so Important. so and so now it's now the trick will be to uh, manifest it in the uh, company structure. Yes. So, so that's what we're doing right now. So okay. so that is like happiness at work to be open minded and uh, do stuff like talk, talk, talk. Give allow yourself to uh, panic. Mm-hmm. That must be like a key thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because because we all have our uncertainties, and sometimes um, now it's a bit less because we see that it is somehow getting better. But in the beginning, sometimes I woke up in the morning and I was like, "Oh my God, how are we going to do that?" And then um, I had a phone call with someone of my team, or I talked to my business partner, and then she said, "Yeah, yeah, okay, you're allowed to panic, but..." Let's get into action now and see what comes out of it. And then by talking about it and by being allowed to, to feel it, you you get past and you say, okay, we're going to do something. Sitting and waiting will not help us any further. So it's a trial and error and you are much happier at work for the reason. So that, that's, yes. that's great. And very strangely, but, but COVID didn't make us unhappy at work. No, because you have to find solution, and when you find solutions, then you're happy because you're t- contributing. Yeah, we had the results, and we have the relationships, and then we can be happy at work. Yeah, and thank someone for technology because the uh, Zoom and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the 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 technology was ready for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that 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 for technology, perhaps not everybody was ready for technology, but. And luckily, technology was ready for us. Yes. So that was the happiness at work part. So how, what does Kim t- 
to in relation to happiness at home now uh, we, because we are talking over like we are watching each other and you have i think 50 cats no do you have two cats don't you three you, yeah you three. have three cats and two of them three, they yeah. ha- two of them have been like strolling around you and uh, showing their faces to the camera so that 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 always animal always give joy so but yeah. what what do you do to maintain your happiness at home um so for me my cats are the first part of my happiness at home if they are not there or they are ill i feel not comfortable and i don't feel okay um sometimes i can yell at them if they do things that i don't like but that's not very often um so you yeah you you can't see it but now one of them is lying behind my computer and he's like offering his head so i'm cuddling while i'm doing this talk so he keeps silent that is good for the for the interview and that gives me a lot of calm because yeah. he's like oh, i'm zen and he makes me zen too so that's that's part of my happiness at work. Um, Other thing that makes me happy is to have a tidy and clean home. Not that I'm a maniac or something, but I can get really frustrated when I don't have the time to to, to tidy up or to clean my house. So that helps me to get an environment in which I can come to rest and and I can feel at home. And then um, I, um, I love to have some company um like um not not i'm living alone so i don't have a partner but i like to invite friends over to have uh, a drink to play a game and then if i'm too alone at home i'm not too happy no so so yeah you feel you are not good at being isolated so you just have to like like everybody else we need we need people we need company yeah yeah, I need people, but not all all the time. But if it takes too long, I'm going to look for. Yeah, so okay. yeah, you you take action to get you you take yeah. action to uh, do something. Yeah. So you're not waiting yeah. for the call. You just phone them and ask them to get come over and yeah. and get some drink or play. So that's nice. But um, is it? Do you have a garden or something? Uh, what, what do you do? Like to? Is it more you do to calm yourself, or are the cats enough? Um, no, I am a yoga uh, fan. Uh, I discovered it like five years ago and I've been doing yoga training since then. Um, and now with COVID, we can do yoga again, but outside. And it's great because summer, it's like, it's spring here in Belgium, but it's like, it feels like summer. Weather has been very good last week. So now we go to the park and we do yoga in open air in the sun in the evening. It's fantastic so that's a Ooh, great thing yes mm-hmm. that's the same here in uh, iceland uh, just when the sun comes out it's just people they go like we are like cows in the spring like we get <laughs> when we get allowed to get out <laughs> yeah i i think that that covid um we we are very lucky that that the weather was is so good during all this lockdown uh covid thing because here in Belgium, we were lucky we could go out for a walk or, or to cycle yeah. in our neighborhood. But if the weather should have been bad, I think we, we would have more mental problems and more depression, etc., due to lockdown. So I, 
I'm thankful that the weather is fine. Yes. That <laughs> is, that, yeah, you can feel it. You can feel it when you get the sun in your face and just like your spirit just goes wild. So you're, you're, yeah. you're, you, can, you can do anything. So to round this up, we have this big question about happiness in life, like when you're combining uh, work and home. So mm-hmm. how do you manage to, like, do you have a, some policy about, now I'm finished at work, because you are your own boss, uh, you have your own company, so you are maybe in a, another place than maybe I, like when I was working, because I have quit my job, but like when you work nine to five, you many of us can just close the door from at work and then just go home. You can't do that. Okay. So how do you, like, have the happiness in life? Because... It can be stressful because if there's an overflow of work, then the home life will suffer, or vice versa. Hmm. Like, but you have your cat, so I don't think you have a like. They can always say, "Kim, we need you." They yeah, they they tell me when to stop. So at one point, I was really working late, and I hadn't taken time to eat or to take a rest or to go out. And at a certain point, they were all three around my computer, left, right, and behind, and they were just staring at me. They didn't make noise, but they were staring at me. And I felt uncomfortable, and I said, oh, dear, oh, dear. And they come and tell me when, when it's okay or when they need attention, that's one thing, but I think they feel when I need to stop to, if my energy is dropping, they can feel it. So yeah, they they guard me sometimes from <laughs> doing too much. Um, but it's true there is a massive overflow of work and private life. I can't split them up. Um, my business partner is partner is living nearby, so when we meet up, it's always a bit of pleasure and a bit of business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so my office. Yeah, the office is just when I go out one door, I come in the, into the office. But at night, I work. Yeah, from my laptop, and I work. I, I go on with working. So I'm a real workaholic. That I can admit. Um, but that's not something that makes me unhappy because I get a lot of energy and a lot of good vibes from real uh, of for creating things, having new projects, new quotes. That gives me energy too. Yeah. Sometimes it's tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you meet uh, you meet great people. <laughs> he said, pointing at himself. <laughs> you can ask yourself: um, Do I call something work, uh-huh. or do do I call it uh, 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 otherwise? Because when we have a meeting with the international partners in Wuhu Network, um, I could say, oh, I still have to work tonight. I have a video meeting with Wuhu. But I can say, hey, I'm going to meet uh, some nice people. I'm going to learn new stories, new things. And then it's not working. No, because, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. Because it is like, you're just like getting, know, getting to know other people. And we, we are meeting people from all around the world. And you get stories and you ha- hear other, like, when you participate in other people's stories, it's just like, you give that sense of, yeah, okay. You, if you, it's, it puts things in perspective. Yeah. 
it, it helps it, it, during COVID also, it helps a lot to have international contacts and to hear um, how other countries were affected more or had far more strict rules. And then I think, oh, it's not too bad here. So I need I need some perspective. Yes. That's true. Not only from from abroad, but also um, when when something happens to other people, I can tell myself, look what they go through. Your minor problems are yeah. nothing yes. <laughs> in comparison, and that that helps me also. So so you so you like I, I, as I can understand it, you can balance your like work life and uh, home life so that you're not like feeling the pressure. So you're not like when you got the burnout, then you are just free to do stuff. Yes, and and what is a good thing about having a burnout at early age is that you recognize your signal far more easy than 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 others, yeah. and can feel like oh oh going over the top. Yeah. Let's get back. Let's do some more, uh, take some more rest or go to bed earlier or work, uh, don't work during weekends, for instance. If I feel like temperature is rising, I know, oh, oh I don't want to go there anymore. So yeah, <laughs> I come yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's but, a, a great uh, I We are at the end of this uh discussion but I, I would thank you and I'm grateful because uh, when we met in December we at the academy it was unbelievable experience and, and somehow we too got very far along because I think we have the same sense of humor um, but uh, and I thank you for being the first first uh, well, uh, yes my English yes uh, it's just gone first I'm, I'm very happy to be the first. Yes, you're the first. You're the first lady. So, uh, but I, I have a challenge for you. Okay. I want you, to, I want, I will give you an Icelandic word. Okay. And I want you to repeat it. Are you ready? I'll do my very best. The word is Thusenthjallasmiður. <laughs> Well, that's the lovely Icelandic uh, language because I, wa I was going to give you Eyjafjallajökull but I think, okay, everybody knows that but Thusenthjallasmiður is a person who does everything you can call him and he just like or her, they do just everything. It's no okay. no problem is a small pro a big problem. Okay. So thousand <laughs> thiala smeder. It's very easy to say. Oh, so easy for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I thank you and I'm grateful for your uh, wisdom because it is okay. a wisdom because yeah. you you have learned the hard way how how life can be. So I thank you very much and I I hope that you will your company and your I will hopefully meet your partners and stuff so that's uh, just thank you oh, you are inviting us to Iceland then yeah or you are inviting me to Belgium so that is uh, goes the same way thank you <laughs> 
But we have a lot of space now because we have no tourists. So just thank, thank you. For the moment we have to do quarantine. So, so I, I thank you, First Lady, for uh, talking to me. And I hope you have a great uh, summer. And uh, we'll meet, maybe meet again or, or talk, to other, talk to each other again. So thank you very, very much. And thank you. I enjoyed it. And uh, see you later. Yes. This has been the Tribute to Happiness podcast. Tune in for next week's episode. You'll find us on social media.